This horror podcast, fresh from the grave, dug up by a frightfully friendly ghouls. They are the ghostest with the mostest that live, or shall I say, die for all things horror. Listeners, beware, for you're in for a scare. Let's horror movies and chill. <laughs> I'm Krista, and get out! Get out! Get out now! No, 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 no! Just, just, just stay. No, yeah, stay, stay, stay. Stay with us. Horror movies and chill with us. Yeah, just stay and chill. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. Welcome back to Horror Movies and Chill. <laughs> um, so today's episode is special because this one is an Erica's pick episode. Uh, Reason being, it was just her birthday. Yay, I'm old. <laughs> Happy birthday, Erica! Thank you. So, in celebration, we're doing an Erica's pick, and then obviously when my birthday comes up, we'll do a Krista's pick, Um, and she chose um, the wonderful movie, Get Out. Get Out. I chose this movie, one, because I love it so much, two, because... Chris has never seen it. Uh-uh. She's never seen it, guys. I haven't seen it yet, and I was about to see it, and... I don't know how it came up, but I was told you how I still haven't seen it yet. Oh, because it just honestly wasn't on anything for free. I haven't really bought DVDs lately. lately. I just didn't been too cheap to rent it. <laughs> and just I'm just lacking. And she was like, well, let's do that. I want to do that for my birthday pick. And I was like, perfect. I'll wait to watch it so it can be super fresh. Mm-hmm. So we literally just watched it, guys. Got a Slurpee at 7-Eleven and came back. And now we're recording. So this is a super fresh take for me. And then coming from someone who really loves this movie, Erica, you're going to get her info as well. So it's kind of a cool mix. Mm -hmm. And it's been a while since I've seen this. And with obviously all the um, buzz around Jordan Peele right now with the movie that just released us, which I can't wait to see. I haven't seen it yet. But I can't wait to see it. So it was just the perfect timing. Such perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, let's give you a little piece of what we're talking about. You got your toothbrush? Check. Do you have your deodorant? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that. What? Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might want to, you know. Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's... Black man. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bro. Meeting families, taking road trips. Don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> so, you guys coming up from the city? Yeah, we're just heading up for the weekend. Can I see your license, please? He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. Call me Dean and you're hungry, my man. So, how long has this been going on, Miss... <laughs> we hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I couldn't bear to let them go. Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. Are you ready for this? How bad can it be? So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how are you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see no brother around here. 
Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Well, that was a good time. <laughs> Perfect timing for the dogs. Right? <laughs> Jesus. That's why I scared them. <laughs> at least they caught it right at the end of that trailer clip. Yeah, fuck with that. Yeah, especially because there's a buildup going on there, too. So, that is the 2017 directorial debut for Jordan Peele. It is an hour and 44 minutes long with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 98%. That's really good. That is insane. That's really good. To hold up still at 98%. Yeah. That's nuts to me. I just wonder what is the 2% that's not making it 100? What? Like when they judge that, like, or who's they? Who is the Rotten Tomatoes? Right. Or is that people voting? Well, no, because they have, for Rotten Tomatoes, they have the actual, like, like critic score, and they have the audience score. The audience score is actually only 89. Oh, wow. Worst. Yeah, oh, crazy? the critic score, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it is so well done. Yeah. It is so well done. It's insane. It's, it's a pretty flawless movie, mm-hmm. for sure. It's super flawless. I mean, the acting, we can say the cast right now, the acting in this cast is brilliant i think like everything's shot i think the storyline everything is just it's just solid it's a solid movie it's a solid movie through and through and it really just it gets you going and it gets you thinking mm-hmm. i've yeah. never seen this in theaters and i had to go back and see it a few times just because i was like i i need more answers <laughs> yeah this is the kind of movie you need to process and that's literally how i feel i told erica i was like um i don't know what I could say or if I like I'm still processing this like am I gonna even be able to say anything recording tonight because I'm still processing like I'm like kind of ready to go watch it again because I feel like there's so much going on because you're trying to catch the symbolism and one thing but then like watch the acting and this and you get distracted by this like it's a lot going on in a good way mm-hmm. well let's just say some of the cast yeah so um the main the main cast members. Um, so we have Daniel Kalua as Chris 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 Washington. We have Allison Williams as Rose Armitage, Catherine Keener as Missy Armitage, the mother. We have Bradley Whitford as Dean Arm- Armitage as the dad. We have Caleb Laundry Jones as Jeremy Armitage. We have Marcus Henderson as Walter, Betty Gabriel as Georgina, and Lakeith Stanfield as Andre Logan King. Um, and then we also have Lil Ray Howry as Rod Williams, who is my favorite. Yes. He's my favorite. He's my favorite, too. He's insanely funny. And I feel like, oh, and fun fact is that he actually um, basically just improv like all of his funny lines. Oh, well, they're brilliant. I love that. They're, they're too damn good. They're so funny. Should we just, should we give him a little taste now or a little taste later? Now, for sure. All right. Well, let's sit back. I don't know if you know this. White people love making people sex slaves and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not a kinky sex family, dog. Look, Jeffrey Dahmer was eating the shit out of niggas' heads, okay? But that was after he fucked the heads. Do you think they saw that shit coming? Hell no. Okay? They was coming over there like, oh, I 
guess I'm gonna just suck a little dick, maybe jiggle some balls and shit. No, they didn't get a chance to jiggle shit because their head was off their fucking body. Yeah, they still sucked the dick, but without their heads. It was fucking weird, detached head shit. You know, that's Jeffrey Dahmer business. And thanks for that image right there, man. <laughs> That's just like one of the many little like funny scenes he has in this. I mean, his role is so perfect because like we've talked about before, it's that little bit of comedy that brings you back down Mm -hmm. before something intense is going to happen. Because you know this movie intense stuff is going to happen right so and it builds up to that and i like that they this really chops it up because this yeah. isn't the kind of horror where a comedy happens and a jump scare this is comedy happens and then it goes back to you know what's going on with chris and you're like fuck yeah it's coming it's coming like ugh. this movie is super intense and i feel like from start to finish it's super intense and i feel like it's very uncomfortable all the way through uh, in so many scenes the the armitages are like insanely creepy yeah the second the brother comes in jeremy i'm just like i can't i can't with him he grosses me out but yeah it's it's and you wouldn't expect that there's going to be comedy coming from jordan peele because he is so known for how funny he is even though horror is his favorite genre yeah so let's just say that guy <laughs> dude he knows what he's doing <laughs> talking about that brother really quick holy fuck i was telling her when we we're watching i'm like this brother reminds me of the kid the kid in um children of the corn mm-hmm. the older kid or like the tallest one the <laughs> the outlander. outlander oh my god some of his mannerisms match that mm-hmm. and i was like fucking creepy and everyone if you know what i'm talking about that kid was creepy and this kid yeah, i don't know he's kind of like a blonde ginger so i don't know yeah it's like they have them a similarity and it's yeah. really fucking creepy and some of the mannerisms and how they look oh he's very different yeah and he looks like i mean he looks like he's killed people yeah multiple oh yeah totally <laughs> like i feel like they're all really solid i feel like the acting in this movie through and through is just it's so good it's amaze balls they're all so believable and i have to give Al, um allison like massive props because the first time that i saw this movie i was really rooting for her to be good yeah she was so good at playing that role and i was like she doesn't know how fucking crazy her family yeah and then all of a sudden boom she flipped Mm -hmm. and this bitch is a bitch yeah no no i totally agree and like i knew she was gonna flip a switch and i think because i haven't seen this like Mm -hmm. and i'm really behind on it i just had an idea because of i just can't as much as you try to like run away from spoilers, right. you they get you spoiled. Especially because this movie so has like made a mark already mm-hmm. in the horror world. I already had an idea. I really didn't know the outcome. I had no idea of that. But I just right. had a feeling she flipped a switch just because you know you just see posts about some th- things that have happen. to do with it. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. The acting was so good, and even from some of the other actors in it, like the mom Missy um, and the dad, um, they were in previous other movies. And you know, sometimes you see an actor in another movie, and then they come up in another, and you still associate him with that part yeah. from their previous movie. Not at all. Like right. I see that mom, and I think of the mom from Forty Year Old Virgin. Not in this movie. Yeah. Like they did so good at really getting into a whole nother character yeah. i did not associate these other she's always so lively and fun yeah she's a psycho and she did really good and then the same with the dad i think of him as cabin in the woods Me, yeah you know this fun quirky guy even though he's still kind of like 
on the wrong side of that movie, but it's kind of because he has to be. Yeah. And then him getting freaking, like, killed by the merman. That, that's all I think about. But this movie, like... You forget you these. Forget. Yeah, because their acting is so on. Like, I feel like... It's almost as if they all went through this freaking boot camp before, like, getting into this, like, their yep. roles. Like, this was a really good casting yeah. of some really good actors. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about movies on this channel before. Um, are we a channel or a podcast? We're a podcast, but are we consider a channel? Whatever. Um, <laughs> that, you know, the movie will be phenomenal, but there's that one actor that's, like, slipping. Not at all in this. Like, none of them. Even the dog is fucking good. Yeah. I, know, I was going to say the dog's my second they're favorite character. All good. Yeah. They're all- all freaking good they're all phenomenal and it's just everyone is very believable and very realistic and i feel like watching this movie there's always something that you can relate to uh-huh. and i feel like in a lot of horror films like for me i can relate to some but there's some that are just so crazy out of this world that you can't relate to anything it just takes you out of the real world and puts you in the horror film like okay. the horror world but this movie there's something that is so relatable and it's insane to me yeah well i, I that's so great about this kind of horror because there's so many subgenres, and i feel like there's this subgenre of like really realistic horror yeah. that like that could happen you know like you know like a jason like a you know jason Voorhees or freddy Krueger that can't happen Happen. But, like, right. this is realistic in the way of, like, the problems that are happening today in the world, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, I don't know much about hypnotism and stuff, but I know right. it's a thing. And it's like, could that happen? Can like, Or even, too, like, your biggest fears, um, one of my dreams that I have all the time is being, like, chased by someone and falling. And I can't get up. Like, my legs just give out on me. Right. And just being stuck and seeing them get attack me. And it's like, that's, like, a realistic thing that could happen. Like, you yeah. can really just get paralyzed and I don't know if I sound stupid, but you know what I mean? I feel like this, there is a real realism to this movie and especially in how it's written. So not just in how the actors, you know, how well they're acting, but the lines to match yeah. their, their skill is all spot on. It just clicks. Yeah, it's so good. It's so organic because their conversations really sound like a conversation that would happen. Like, and it's, I make sense why you said like some of it was improv or, yeah. But, um, you know, you just listen to some movies and it's just so scripted. You're like, no one would say that. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree with you is that there are some things where it's like, oh, that's just how you speak. Like, you know, with Rod and that whole entire Jeffrey Dahmer like thing of him saying it, like, I, I'm hoping that that whole thing was improv. I really hope that's one of his parts. Yeah. But like, that sounds like a conversation that you and I would have. Yeah, exactly. Like, for sure. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The conversation <laughs> that we would have. And that's why I, I love stuff like that. But even like their first car ride when Rose is driving Chris to his parents' cabin and like they're on the phone with Rod. Like, I, I feel like I've heard that conversation before. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it really is. It's organic. And I feel like that's why in a previous episode, we're talking kind of about like newer like you know horror films and stuff like that and i feel like jordan peele is such a breath of fresh air in this genre and i feel like he takes it to different levels yeah and i just really appreciate the shit out of jordan peele and i appreciate his writing and his directing and just how how it is yeah no i agree it's a total breath of fresh air and um it's nice to see some originality Mm-hmm. In a poor world full of remakes lately. <laughs> oh my god, I know. I mean, I don't that I hate them. Like, uh, there's some really good movies that come out. Like, I was on the bandwagon of liking Halloween from last October, the newest one. You know, but like some of the remakes coming out, I'm excited for and I'm bored because I'm I'm open. I don't right. 
you know, write something off without seeing it, but it's also kind of like not surprising. Like hearing about Pet Cemetery, I was like, oh, I knew it was coming and I don't want it to, but okay, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited, but I didn't want it to. Then when I heard Child's Play, I was like, oh my God, really? Like, I will say that I am not on board for Child's Play. I don't think I will see Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Um, but I, I do not care for them remaking Child's Play. Me neither. It's just not needed. Know, it's just, it's so not needed. It's not needed. It's not even that old. I mean, to me, even Pet Cemetery is not even that no. old. And it was so well done then that it's like, it doesn't need to be. But like, I mean, I am excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see what they do with the Zelda character because Zelda in the Pet Cemetery, that's what scared me when I watched that movie. So. Oh, yeah. And it was all practical makeup. I think it was beautiful. That's so beautiful. I'm hoping they don't go massive CG route. I know. And I remember watching the commercial and her like crawling on the ground. And I was like, I don't know. I can already kind of see like. I know. I. F- I feel like it's definitely there's going to be there's a CG touch on it that I don't like, but there's also some different twists from the trailer that I already yeah. do kind of like those kids wearing those masks. That's a cool creepy touch. I like it. It looks beautiful. I'm just also hoping it's not a movie that all the cool parts are already put in the trailer because they packed the fuck out of that trailer with some good parts. And I feel like it's kind of weird because there might be some people out there that haven't seen Pet Cemetery, and there's some things in that trailer that I'm like. Well, that was just the thing that they just gave away. Yeah, exactly. Like, they shouldn't have showed that. Well, and I feel like Pet Cemetery, like the original, I feel like it wasn't this is an opinion. It doesn't, it wasn't marketed as this gory, scary. Right. It, I mean, it was kind of put out that like, this is going to be scary, but it was like, it was like a subtle scary. You know what I mean? Like, like a, a, it screwed with your mind. It's kind of like someone who's subtly sexy. Like they don't, yeah. they, they're just sexy and it's in your face, but like they don't act it. They don't mean it. It it's just, just it is. And it's, that's how I feel like pet cemetery. It's subtly scary. Mm-hmm. It's not as in your face. Right. And I feel like they're making this one more in your face and that kills the magic of it exactly because i remember when i watched being a kid and watching the first one how much i loved it just how scary it was and i was like i wasn't expecting that that's one of your favorite movies it is and and I, at least i can't say i'm happy for the new one i already saw we all saw the scene with the achilles yeah. and i'm like at least i kept that because that made me cringe and st- and makes is, me cringe to this uh, day <sighs> as i'm touching my hair stop <laughs> it don't oh <laughs> Anyway, let's get, we'll get back to Jordan Peele Anyways, on this one, but... Um, so I do have a couple... Um, fun facts? Fun facts. Some freaky facts. Some freaky facts. Go for it. Um, so this film, one, was only filmed in 23 days. That is insane to me. Wow. Like there's so that's my lucky number. Involved. Oh, sorry, I'm telling you. I feel like that's... There's so much involved in this movie. I feel like 23 days is that's insane. That is insane. I, that even makes it even better because I knocked out a lot in a short yeah. time. And it was still so solid. I can see as far as um, set wise, if they yeah. did they film on location. Um, maybe. I mean, like a majority of it is at that house, so, so it could be a lot. That makes it easier because. I can yeah. see that because they're not changing locations too much. But as far oh, as pro- just so that means they nailed a lot of those scenes in the first couple of takes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was insane. I doubt they had to do pickup shots. I, I don't know. Who knows? Everything looks so solid. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So fun fact, real cool fact. Jordan Peele became the first African American writer, producer, and director to earn more than one hundred million dollars in a debut film. Wow. That is so amazing and intense. I love it. 
That's crazy. Yeah, my dogs are driving me nuts. Uh, I feel like between them barking and me um, eating my pretzel M&M's. Sorry, guys. You probably hear the Ah. crinkling of the bag. My pretzel M&M's. I'm just a snacker. I'm sorry. It's all good. You know, you guys, we just just record. We just go in. Yeah. This is all organic. (laughs) (laughs) We don't... Yeah, this is just us. (laughs) Um, So... A cool thing is, I'm obsessed with this song. So, um, Redbone by Childish Gambino. Like, the song is so sexy. It's so amazing. Um, Jordan actually wanted this song um, to play in the beginning for its lyrics, um, including Stay Woke and Don't Close Your Eyes. So, that's already... Like three seconds in foreshadowing for the whole. I love thing. that. I love those foreshadowing yeah, things like you that. Never would even like you wouldn't even notice that. You're just like, oh, good fucking song. Mm-hmm. But there's meaning to every single thing that Jordan Peele put in this movie. Yes, down to that because of the lyric. Like that's love right that's, there. Yeah, that's love. That is smart. That's thinking. Like he covered every angle. It's like. So that's good. your that's your whole heart and soul it into really movie. Just all is. those little details like that. It really Fuck is. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, if I were to make a horror movie, music would be such a priority for me. Such a priority. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. We've talked about this so many times. Where it's like music in movies, I mean that's a huge thing. Such a huge thing. Hence why I love we both love so many like Rob Zombie films. The soundtracks are fucking great. They're always so good. I love Quentin Tarantino movies for that yeah. too. Like uh-huh. the soundtracks are so fucking good oh i know like, i know i can't i want I, I i own all the albums like they're just so good yeah it's so good. i just rewatched on um, pulp fiction the other night and i was just like all the music i'm just like fuck yes like like, uh, like i just can't help but like when miss mia wallace is up there dancing mm-hmm. oh i can't help but to get up to i was in i was literally in the living room doing the twist too i was like oh <laughs> like yep <laughs> anyway so good so yeah um, i like i like that fact that's i mean i the music's already good but i didn't i wasn't listening to the lyrics i'm not gonna lie so i like that you called that out yeah i mean the first time i saw it i was just like i love this song i wasn't even thinking about anything and then when i was reading that information i was like you smart bitch. sorry excuse me you're good um and i already said how little ray howry he ad-libbed a lot of his funny lines um and this is actually adorable. So during production, Jordan Peele would actually direct scenes while doing impersonations of Tracy Morgan, Forrest Whitaker, and Barack Obama. Oh, really? Can you imagine like trying to do all these like super intense scenes and Jordan Peele's back there directing you in like these different voices? Oh my god. <laughs> like, You're taking me out of the scene. Uh, but can you stop it? Like, how I would not be able to like stop that, laughing. That will break character quickly. Quickly. <laughs> and I feel like there's so many scenes that you have to go dark and deep and it's, Oh like, yeah. You're killing me. I think it's a lot. <laughs> but I also think that's actually really smart because, I mean, if you're an actor and you have to be this very intense character in a super dark place, I feel like it's kind of nice that you have a director that can pull you out and keep your mind clear. In a yeah. Sense. Because you hear so many things of actors staying in these darker characters and it kind of fucks with their psyches. Yeah. So I feel like having a director that is able to play around you kind of I guess you're like leveled. It, yeah you probably appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I've only acted once. Oh, you're you're <laughs> 
they pulled me as an extra last minute on set. So I'm not going to talk like I'm a pro or anything, but maybe just a little. I'm kidding. I'm going to have to talk to JC about this because I've been on three films and not once been asked to be a background actor. JC, I see how oh it is. Oh my God. Speaking uh, from experience as an extra. <laughs> it was like her second day on set. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He like pulled me aside and I was like, everyone's touched up. Why? And he's like, no, take off the belt. We need you for the scene. And I was like, what? I was, I looked at Erica and I was mortified. Then you spit your gum out and you're like, can you hold my gum? Oh yes. Yeah, so I got up on set and I'm like looking blankly and I have an actor in front of me. He's like, okay, so this is what you're going to do. Cause we have to pretend that we're like talking and then we have to like maybe cheer. So like he was, cause we're, we're in the camera. Like we're yeah. there. And I was like, okay, okay. And I'm like, I have gum in my mouth. Shit. I have, I was panicking. I was like, Erica, I've gum. So Erica came up, put her hand under my mouth and I just like spit it on there. I was such a little prissy actress for a minute. I was like, this bitch. <laughs> You're like, enjoy it. Cause it's for yeah. this is never happening like, again. I bring her on the film and look at this. I'm holding her gum. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> But speaking from experience, it was great to be able to pull back out of character. I didn't even get into it. I was just me. Literally, I was just me. <laughs> I did like a private screening for the film and I recorded that part of the party scene where she was in the background and you just hear in the video, because <gasps> that was me next to her, like, because <gasps> I really, all super excited. I was like horrible. excited, but also like a little like weirded out because I knew I was going to be in the scene, but it was a little clearer than I was expecting. Right. And I was like there I am and I wore like I kind of wore my fuddy-duddy sweater that day too and I was like so cute thank you (laughs) it was a cool black and white skull like Clark Kent sweater it was cool but I was just like had I known you were in soft focus and you could still tell that it was someone but you couldn't like really focus it on her face yeah so it was good but it was so adorable you were sitting behind Jacob and Kyle (laughs) and because he had so there was an actor who was supposed to play um, this guy's date and he didn't show up. So Kyle, he was actually on. Um, he's one of the crew members and like he's an attractive man. So they just had him. They point out they pulled me and Kyle and we're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it's great to be able to pull back out of character. You know, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you're still here with me normal dude i remember i think the next day i was talking to dan about something and i was just i remember saying a joke i'm like well now that i act in everything do you don't want to get on my bad side like i just made a joke he was like shut was like, up oh my god go back to your trailer you're fine yeah you go back to makeup you. okay yeah. <laughs> i was just kidding like i'm never like go that back i'm not to your makeup trailer but you know kind of just speaking for these actors and actresses like that shit's hard it's getting hard. into character and you know like i used to do like i took acting classes and stuff like that and i did improv and it's so much fun but like i don't i never took it seriously to where i really wanted it to be like i've always wanted to be an actor yeah but i don't think that i have what it takes to be an actor i just don't think that i can go to that kind of depth um, but I always wanted to do it just for fun. That's, I feel like you totally could do it. I feel like, but I feel like I would get um, cast as like your typical like funny friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I mean, I feel like that would be fun. But like, I I would want to be the person that I want to do all the horror films. 
yeah. I don't want to die the first round. You you wouldn't. <laughs> but I've, I've always wanted to be an actor, and I always thought that I probably could. I've made like audition tapes. I've never showed anyone. There's so. Hey, I seen your Britney Spears one. Oh girl, I got down. <laughs> I seen the dancing video of her dancing the baby one more time with the pigtails and all. I was like 15. You were cute as a button. I was 15. You down. You got down. <laughs> Dude, 15. You're looking kind of slutty. I know. I was actually like Britney Spears. <laughs> but no, I had hair and pigtails, and I had like a little crop top. Oh my god, I love it. Get down on the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, I did acting in high school for I did theater arts, and same like I remember thinking like that'd be cool to be an actor one day. Right. But I more so I remember thinking I want to be a rock star. Right. And acting wasn't for me. Uh, musically, no. But um, working f- for them and working on them as makeup oh, yeah. is my niche. And then also, I dance now. So I've, I'm a burlesque dancer, guys, if you didn't know. <laughs> now you know. And, and it's funny that we're talking about characters because I do have to slip into my alter ego for burlesque. And I never find it hard to pull back out because my alter ego is not too far from me. Right. She's just a little bit more risky. She's a little risky. She risk, she'll risk it for the biscuit. The risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> she gets down and dirty. <laughs> you guys, you need to go see her dance. Thanks. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I'm in a group called the Black Veils. The Black Veils. Go down, put, girls. Put that plug in there. <laughs> but um, okay, speaking of down and dirty, I mean, the actor that plays Chris, he's a man cake. Oh, he's a, such a man cake. I mean, he's got some, you guys, he's got beautiful lips, mm-hmm. beautiful skin. Like, I can't. His pecs and his body. Oh. Look that. Mm-hmm. I take it all. Hannibal <laughs> Lecter. I take it all. It's all good. <laughs> we got a little bit of a man cake in there. I love it. You know, if we do, when we do our hunks of horror part two, he's probably going to make that list. He can totally make it. I'll cut that cake. <laughs> Slice it. Mm, slice that it. is a seven-layer chocolate cake that mm-hmm. I want a big old slice of. He's delicious with a glass of almond milk. Because I can't, that. I can't do regular milk. That lactose. <laughs> that lactose. <laughs> Give me that almond milk. Give me that, that almond milk. milk. <laughs> what did you say? That nut milk? That nut milk. <laughs> almond nut. Oh, I do want some nut milk. Again, <laughs> that's when you dip the balls in the milk, right? Oh my god! I was thinking. Now you know. I'm not going there. <laughs> What you do is you put some balls in a glass of cold milk, and then you lick the milk off the balls. (laughs) Nut milk. I was thinking nut milk as as a milk that they produce. Ew. Exactly. That's why. Don't choke now. (laughs) Chicken on my snack. (laughs) Oh, we'll let you guys decide what nut milk is. Someone's just gonna be like almond. Either. Um, Cashew. Nuts. <laughs> you guys, nuts. We are the nuts. We are nuts. It's fine. Join us. We're a good time. We are a good time. <laughs> Blast in a slurpy glass, oh man. Oh, God. Take it back now. So what else do we want to talk about for this movie? I'm just thinking, like, what are some of your... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> It's funny because she did it while she was doing a hand point, like a teacher who points to something on a chalkboard. She was like, so here we have. <laughs> Shit. My Vanna White movie. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, anyways. Can we just talk about the scene when Chris kills the freaking child, children of the corn motherfucker oh with the God, bocce yeah. ball? And yeah. for a second, 
if you look really quickly, it looks like Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> but the bocce ball version. <laughs> the bocce ball version. It does. But he's on the ground? So, yeah, he's on the ground. He mm-hmm. smacked him in the head. Yeah. And the blood is on the bocce ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. It it actually doesn't really look like Wilson, but that's what I thought of. But if you put, like, a little eyes in the mouth, it could <laughs> We are out. editing a picture and posting this. That's cute. Yes. <laughs> Watch them. They're going to sell Get Out bocce balls. Get Out bocce balls. <laughs> Who plays bocce? Who plays bocce? Okay, can we just talk about the stupid game of bat? What are they called? Badminton. Badminton. Dude, remember playing badminton in high school? I never played badminton. We played badminton, so probably because we're fucking Connecticut. That's why. <laughs> well, was during PE? Yeah, we I played. PE. We did badminton in PD and oh. PE, and people thought they were so hot shit. They're like, yeah, I slam. I just spiked that on you. It's like it was going so slow in the air that you had so much time to jump and spike it. Chill out. It was fast. Yeah, exactly. Those little birdies, that's what they're called, fly so slow. Like, Like when you first hit it, it goes, and then you're like, no. Yes, you have so much time to jump and spike it. And then those nets aren't even that high. So you jump and spike it like you're hot shit, and you're just like, what a loser. Such a stupid game. It's so stupid. That and bocce. And it was just like two people in the background playing. I feel like it was just like, we need something going on back there. Yeah. Badminton. What's the whitest game we can play? Badminton. Wait, was that, was that ball bocce ball or um, croquet? Croquet. Is, that's, I like croquet. Croquet is the one with the, like, the other version of golf, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of hit it. I mean, I don't know. All those are pretty, like, vanilla sports, man. <laughs> that is granola as they go, man. Just put your polo shirts on. It's fine. Yeah, bad. <laughs> do you want to do a game of badminton today? Oh, yeah. Or croquet. Yeah, the croquet is the my, my bocce hand's a little sore. They also do the rugby and stuff like that, so that's pretty badass. Rugby's hardcore. Rugby's badass. Yeah, that's a good one. So we'll give them that. We'll give them And obviously soccer. Yeah. Football. I don't, play, I don't do. I only don't play sports. I just do tennis. Uh, see, that's what I did. I did sports and dance in high school. Well, my whole life. I just did tennis. And now I dance. <laughs> tennis is cool. I'm actually a huge fan of tennis. <laughs> a huge fan. I was a very big Andre Agassi fan, and um, I still am obsessed with Rafael Nadal. I do love Rafael Nadal. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so funny too. Like when you see them play and they have their grunts, it's like, ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, baby. Ooh, am I the ball? Yeah. Mm, treat me like the ball. I mean, too, I can see why guys like it, too. Some of those girls are hot in the way they're like, ah. Yeah. Ugh. Then you get some like, ah. Like, oh, like, oh shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not playing against her. I love, I love tennis. I think tennis is, it's very like, um, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Lo- I did love playing it. I was pretty good, too. I did four years varsity. So that means it's pretty oh, good. So you're, you're good. That's pretty good. Can you still I can, play? I haven't played in so long, so I would. I want to see. I actually posted on my Instagram a couple weeks ago. I'm like, does anyone want to play tennis with me? Because I don't know anyone out here to hit with. Um, I used to play tennis. We used to go to Fuck, every yes. summer and all we did was play tennis. <laughs> I can actually play. I don't know how well I am now with my knee, but I can play. Did we just become best friends? Yep. yep. Do you want to go play karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. Guacamole. <laughs> I want to ask, do you like guacamole? <laughs> this is how we do it. Dun, 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 dun. I've totally just discovered <laughs> my bestie over here that. plays tennis. We didn't know that, guys. Yes. We are spooky. We're going to be two goth spooky bitches playing tennis. out on the court playing tennis and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah! We're 
gonna be hot as fuck though. Black Playing absorbs metal. that heat. We're gonna play like playing hard metal. Oh my, yeah. I could picture us playing. I know it's not too hard of metal, but like Rob Zombie, Super Beast. Oh hey, God. yeah, I'm the one that you want. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Super Beast. <laughs> yeah, and Erica oh just like God. get at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Racket. Oh I need, shit! Like, a little racket because I'm small. Oh, <laughs> badminton. <Yeah>. Racket. <laughs> That's a dumb yeah. fuck tennis game right there. Hey, that has a long handle. I can I can reach. You like them long handles, that, don't I you? Need that long. Oh, I'm short. I need that long. You handle. like that long handle? I do. Yeah. Girthy. <laughs> uh, those aren't girthy. Handles. Anyways, no. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to get. <laughs> um, so for your first viewing, what? What did you think? Um, it, Tell me your I first, thought first like organic thought that came after you watched that. So movie. good, but it's a lot to process. Yeah, it's a lot to process, and it's weird because it's also a, a little predictable, but not at the same time. So, example being, I don't want to give away too much, but just when you think like, "Oh, he's good, he's good," mm-hmm. but you're like, "No, this is a horror movie. Something else is going to happen. That something else happens, but you're, it's not what you expect." Right? Makes sense. Yeah, I feel you can give. I mean, this came out two years ago. I feel you can. You you can say stuff. Yeah, but it's just like the ending where it's like, cool, yeah. okay, we know he's going to get away. So yeah. he's getting away, and then he hits the old lady, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know, you just like, like, her in the car, you know something's going to happen, and she wakes up. That right. was predictable, but her right. being grandma? Not. Not. So it, that's what I was just kind of like, I predicted but didn't predict this. What the hell? Right. right. And at the ending, when those lights were flashing, and I didn't think it was going to be Rod, I was like, oh, he's fucked. He's going to look like he murdered all these people. That was my first thought, is when that cop car pulled up, I was like, he's fucking done. And then she starts going, help, help. I was like, this bitch, now it's going to turn Dude, on Dude, I would have stepped on her face. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this fucking I swear to God, don't do this to him right now. (laughs) I feel like this movie is a little bit of a Band-Aid pull-off. Like, not a fast... You're not pulling off a Band-Aid fast. This has, like, a... To it, but in a slow way, because it does build up kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still progressing. But it's it's progression is weird. Like, it's progress. It's weird, but it's also, like... It's one of those things where... It is a slow burn, and it does have a, a huge story, so you do have to get all these like little backgrounds, but the second that she hypnotizes him, and all that shit happens, I'm like, ooh, it keeps you very intrigued. You're it intrigued. It lets you go. That's yeah. the one thing. It never lets you go. Yes. You're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's going on? Like, she's crazy. This whole family's fucked. The whole auctioning shit is like, what? Whoa, mind fuck? blown on that. I was yeah. like, what kind of bingo are they playing? Like, and Eric, an auction, and I was like, oh. That's why there's pictures up there the auctioning off who gets to have him yeah it's It's insane this movie is insane but like the whole like the sunken place and all that kind of stuff and jordan peele's meaning behind that is this some there's some deep shit in this movie tell me that symbolism um i have to read it real quick well i think you're telling me how to do with like sleep you know it's so the here i'll show you right now (laughs) um so, um, Jordan Peele is saying that the regarding, uh, regarding to the meaning of the sunken place, he said the sunken place means we're marginalized. No matter how hard we scream, the system silences us. That's, That's deep. Deep shit. That's very deep. And, like, when you're watching it, that scene, it's deep. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, because he is sunken into the deep space, but it's, like, 
that there's some there that 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 pulls you in so many directions. Yeah, it's crazy. Well. I feel like when I, that whole sunken place thing, like I told you, that really is a fear of people. Like you can't move, you know, mm-hmm. you, you get stuck in this place that you can't wake up or move and your body is paralyzed. So I think that's a fear of a lot of people. And the yeah. fact that it also has that symbolism, that's not just a fear, but like I aside with them, there's a truth. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's scary all around Yeah, physically and like in a mental state too. Yeah. And Jordan Peele went to say that this film is basically his fears on screen. Mm-hmm. There's so many things, there's so many underlying meanings to this movie that it's just like, that's another reason why it makes you really think. And I think that's another reason why that a lot of people may not, because you have people that absolutely love this film, think it's brilliant, and then you have some go like, I didn't like it. And you ask them like, well, why didn't you like it? I just didn't like it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, whoa, why, bitch? Why did you, you want to know? Like yeah. yeah like, no. You want to know. But I feel like maybe because it did make him think too much. And they don't want to have to say anything. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean. No, that's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> what I was, what I told you after it was over, too, is I really like this. And I'm usually someone, I don't like politics Mm-mm. in horror. I, I mean, I don't really like politics in general, but like, especially in my horror, but this one was good. Mm-hmm. This was cause it did it, Smart. but it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't anything I couldn't handle or just like, it makes you think without, I don't it's know. Not, it's, it's just not necessarily in your face and going like this, 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 you know what I mean? It's, it's just, just symbolism like, and you I take it as you want kind exactly. of too. You take it as you want. I'm the same way. I don't fucking like, I mean, I don't like politics. I think politics are dirty. I think politics are gross. And especially in my horror films, I come to watch horror films to get away from all this bullshit. From reality. Okay? Cause there's so much so shit exactly. going on. That's why the, that's the beauty about horror films. But knowing that it's something that's so personal to this person, you watch it as that like, Oh shit, that's, it's really good and it's well done. Yeah. So I feel like if someone doesn't like it, I mean, you can just not like a film. I mean, like, there's films that I don't like. People go, why? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't fucking like it. Yeah. So there's <laughs> definitely some people I'm sure that are probably the same thing. But yeah. I'm always like, I kind of always wonder, like, why didn't you like that movie? Because maybe it's the same reason I didn't like something. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Or just because it's so deep, you're like, is it, is it really, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, too deep that you just didn't like to think too much is that why and okay that's it's and under that's, cool. that's an understandable thing because like you said we turn to horror to get away from yeah, the real the real scary shit that's happening in reality mm-hmm. so i mean that's usually why i don't like politics in Absolutely. my horror and this one was totally fine that. so that says a lot guys i mean for not that's probably my least sub genre is like politic horror is that a sub genre i don't know i mean kind or just like my certain category within horror horror is the horror with politics in it yeah so no, i can totally understand that but yeah this one is just it was just really well done it was so it's so good this movie is so fucking good i just can't so i waited way too long to watch it i was actually gonna watch it sooner but it turned into me just waiting for this right i'm glad i did i'm glad you watched it and i'm glad that i was here to watch it for your first time because i was like looking over every now and then like my favorite scenes to see how you would react and like i always got what i wanted <laughs> was there anything that when i like when i was like doing something you're like ah! was the first scene so the first time um chris goes outside so he can't sleep right yeah because it's after um was it after he got no 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 right before he gets hypnotized he can't sleep he goes outside to get some fresh air but basically smoke a sick smoke yeah and then you have he like it kind of pans around and all of a sudden he turns back and you hear this really creepy music and freaking walter's running at him 
full speed. Fucking scary. Which I remember in the theaters, that part made me very uncomfortable. So And it's supposed to do that. I mean, it's generally really creepy, someone just coming at you full force. But I looked over at you, and your eyes were so wide. Really? I was like, yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Your body was tense. You're just like. (laughs) Because it looks like a freaking. Like a Jason Voorhees running at you or yeah, something, and then you, it pans back and he's closer. I would have been out. Okay, there's that's there's so many scenes in this movie. Chris is so brave. Yeah, I am such a puss. <laughs> like if that was me, I saw in the distance, I wouldn't even have waited. I would have been back inside, door locked behind me. Like y'all, someone's charging in here. Yeah, like, your your freaking groundskeeper's gone nuts. Yeah, all right. He like turns around and look inside the house, and then Georgina saying with her cross-eyed like, self, like what yeah, the hell? Look at herself in the in the window, seeing her reflection. And it makes sense because that's grandma. And she's so she's inside this beautiful woman like oh i get it you know, yeah it all clicks like, oh. oh so many of those scenes make sense now yeah. but even too like one thing i was saying in this movie where it's that predictable but not like sometimes in a movie they just don't move fucking fast enough like they right. kill someone and then they wait around feel a pulse they're walking out mm-hmm. run <laughs> i can't like literally get out he did not do that fast enough in yeah. some scenes and it's just there, so, um, Jordan Peele, actually, I was reading this uh, earlier. I'm not going to look for it or anything, but I remember skimming over it, and he actually got a lot of the inspiration from Eddie Murphy's stand-up Delirious, when Eddie Murphy's talking about, in horror films, how people are like, oh, this, this place is beautiful, honey, and the house is like, get out. You have a kid stay here, though, like that yeah. kind of stuff. So he actually got a lot of inspiration from that that's up. awesome and that's so like that's so funny that is so Smart. funny yeah he actually wanted him to play um i think one of the characters but i think the, the character itself um eddie was just a little bit too old for the character uh, that's, that's pretty cool that would have been cool to have him in there that's cool i used to really love eddie Murphy. he was so fucking funny i love eddie oh yeah his stand-ups delirious and raw are like insane he's so funny oh yeah i agree stand-up's great and even too like even though i know he does a lot of like kid comedy like family comedies like dr doodle forever will be in my heart <laughs> the, the shit he talks to that guinea pig mm-hmm. <laughs> is the best thing I ever i was like i was like a huge um beverly hills cop like uh-huh, time, uh-huh. So i was i loved all that stuff I, I know, um, what is the other one? Coming to America? Coming to America, oh my god. Coming to America, Golden Child, like, all this shit. He was so funny. I even, like, freaking, um, Naughty Professor. Naughty <laughs> Professor is the shit. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I like Buddy Love. <laughs> when he's in there and he's, like, him and, um, what's his name? Oh my god. Uh, Dave Chappelle. When uh-huh. they're, like, going at each other. Oh, oh god. so good. Oh, so. Reggie, I've heard of dreadlocks, but shitlocks. <laughs> Me laugh. But it's it's funny that like those little things that he like tied into this. Tied, yeah. Like who would have like who would have thought that someone like a stand-up part of that would like inspire like parts of movies. It's just cool to see what inspires a lot of movies, especially when they're so out of left field and but and then it's but it also still makes sense because it's all comedy yeah. and it's Jordan Peele and then it goes back to this. But um, I love hearing inspiration where things are drawn oh, yeah. from. So sometimes you know in a lot of horror we get predictable inspiration. We're like, oh, this was based off this murder, and we're like, so was these so other two movies. Yeah. So when it's something like little inspiration drawn off of like that and mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with horror but still tied it in, I think is fun. It's fun fact. Fun. And he does. He does play a lot of homage and stuff like that. There is some scenes like, um, like even the very beginning when 
when the guy, I think is Andre, um, he's walking through like the little town. They were actually playing homage to Halloween, like the perfect white suburban like area. Yeah, I was going to say that we're watching it. I'm like, this just that looks like that neighborhood. Halloween. Dang. I love that. It's And it's so slight, but it's so perfect. That part <laughs> That's in it. the movie theater, I started laughing because it was like, you know, he's walking, he's minding his business, he's on the phone. It's so silent. It's so common. Just that one little white car is like going down the street and then it turns and it starts following. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, mm, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. And turns the other way. Like that is your automatic instinct. Like I'm always oh, yeah. fuck out. That, of this that was place. me, and it's funny because that's I relate to that character. I like that you get that relatability right in the beginning because mm-hmm. I relate to him because that's me. I talk to myself. Yeah. I talk to my through to, to myself through so many situations, and that would have been I'm like, oh hell no, I'm gonna keep going. Oh my I god, he's turning that. around. Are you fucking kidding me right now? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Like you should see me on the road. You see, you drive with me. Okay, I talk I myself through so much shit. <laughs> it's funny to see like both of our road rages. Like what the fuck. Like whoever gets to the stop sign first, you gonna go? Cause I'm gonna go. Do you have bigger balls than me? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm going. Oh, now you wanna go? Like I talk through myself through so much. I have full on conversations, so it's so relatable. (laughs) That's why I said it was written so well. And so well, I feel like it's yeah. I just feel like. I feel like it was so effortless for him to write this. Even though there were some really cool fucking plot twists, it's just, it, it came off very effortless. Effortless and flawless and natural yeah. and organic, like as if he was yeah, made just, to do this. Exactly, and he really is. Jordan Pill, again, is just a breath of fresh air. And yeah. I can't fucking wait <sighs> to see us. I'm going to probably go to see it tomorrow, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on a little me day. <laughs> um, so I can't wait to see that, and I just can't wait to see what else he's got, like, the Twilight Zone stuff that he's got coming out. Like, I just can't wait to see what this dude has to offer. Excuse me again. You're good. I'm just excited. You're good. <laughs> um, so, kind of tell, you know, tail, what is the word? Piggybacking off what you just said. Our next episode will be on us. Yes. So, as I'm telling you now, spoiler alert. Um, and we'll tell you again in the beginning of that episode. So you have that to look forward from us yes. for our next episode. So uh, excited we, I don't, we don't know the date yet, but it'll be the next one and it won't be too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but I think, cause I'm just so stoked on this movie. Ready to go into some scores. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I feel like for the movie, I feel like it's everything. I just really, I just really appreciate this film. Um, I would probably, Want to do rotten tomatoes? We we do rotten potatoes. Rotten, do rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes. It girl. Yes, it's been a, it's been a bit since we've been recording. I know this swing back, but you know life happens, guys. <laughs> life happened to us the last couple of weeks. She was we a busy back. birthday girl. Yeah, busy birthday girl. She has a busy schedule, and we're just busy. Our schedules are usually spot on, and this, I think that was like the first like week and a half, almost two, that yeah. we had such opposite. Because yeah. you would be like, uh, like, I, well, I think we'd even hit each other up one week because we knew we were both just. Yeah, screwed on it, and then the other, I think it turned into like, how about this day? I can't because this. So how about this one? No, I have this. How about this one? Okay, finally this one. Mm-hmm. That's what it turned into. But in the meantime, though, we got to brainstorm about a lot of stuff. So there's some really fun shit coming your way. There's some stuff brewing in our cauldron, guys. Yeah, we so never, we're we excited. Never we know we never stop. <laughs> um, I would say I would actually agree with their score. I would I would go 98 on this one too for raw um, potatoes. Raw potatoes. I'll okay. go straightly 98 just because even rewatching it today, I've seen this movie so many fucking times, and every single time I'm still just like, God damn, this movie is so good. Yeah. So I'll give it full 98%, just like um, Ron Tomatoes, I'll do Raw Potatoes 98, and I'm going all 10 nuggets with all the dipping sauces. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my nug scale, I'm going to do the same thing. Like, all the nugs, all my dipping sauce, sweet and sour ranch, barbecue, mm-hmm. a little honey mustard. Give me all of it. A little ketchup. We can do it all. We can do it. Ketchup. Um, and then as far as um, rotten potatoes, uh, it's so hard because it's such a processing movie. I only saw right, one. I see it again. I want to like say 98 or 95, like just somewhere in there because I want to see it again to catch more because I feel like there's going to be more I catch to really almost shoot it to 100. Um yeah, I think I'll t- I would like to. T- I want to watch it again. I'm going to borrow it. So um, I'm going to say 95 for right now because there's already things you told me that I didn't get to see clearly, and I just want to like right. re-see. But um, yeah, I'm going to think. I think 95 is good for someone who's still processing it. Like yeah. it's so weird because you know when you watch something or you like just like how you meet someone and you forget their name. I just right. watched it and I already forgot some of it. Yeah, because it's just there's so much. Take it, and I feel like you watching it at home is probably easier than with my dogs here. That a little bit too, yeah. <laughs> so you can actually be fully, like, fully engulfed in this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's so hard. Her cute little quirky just wants to take my attention, and I'm just like, oh, I'll pet you, and then I miss a scene, so. Yeah, and then one of them, Olive, not one of them, Olive farted so Quirky bad. fart. Oh, my God, a quirky fart. It was, like, the worst. Like, the little fluffy bug could not hide that stench. It was disgusting. Oh. It was so gross. It literally cleared the room out. It took us out of the movie a little. We oh. wanted to get out. Yeah, we wanted to get, get out. Her <laughs> all righty uh, well before before we go i do have to thank krista krista brought over a birthday present for me tonight. oh no problem and it was so sweet she gave me a cute little card that was very adorable and then she gave me like a little face mask what is it what did it say on it's, it was a, a spooky themed face mask back mm-hmm. from um victoria's secret pink during halloween yes um and it just says trick-or-treat yourself i think on it and yeah, then it has yeah, trick-or-treat yourself and it has a sheet mask and that's a charcoal sheet mask so it's a black mask and it's so just like cute. just spooky and cute she gave me that and there's like a little cute like chocolate bar and then like a little like spooky wrapper and then she gave me like a little lounge shirt um, that had like skulls and stuff on it and the back said like here for the booze here for the booze so cute but it's like the sequence where you can kind of like change the color so yeah if so you rub your black. hand by it it turns the sequence super super it's cute. a little lounge shirt but the main attraction that she gave me and I cannot believe so let me clear my throat. <laughs> she got me an original Lost Boys vinyl record. Like, not re- not remastered or anything. A fucking original vinyl from the 80s. And it is the best thing in the entire world. I'm glad world. you like it. Oh my god. I searched this out, man. I'm a yeah. hunter. And I'm like, I want to find her the Lost Boys vinyls vintage one from the 80s. And it's I did. So I manifested the fuck out of that, too, because I was just like, I want to find it. This might be a search. Let's, let's do we this. We need to make sure that we manifest everything because that really works for us. It totally does. It really does. We've manifested a few things and they've all like out of the blue work. So we're just going to keep that. Keep it but going. Seriously, the best present ever. Thank that, you. I'm I mean, glad you like it. Oh my God. And you can just see like, it's just so, it's so eighties and it's like, you can see that it's like been worn a little bit. It's been listened like, to a little bit, which is cool. Oh Cause God. whoever listened to it, I'm sure it was like, it was just cool that they listened to it back in the eighties when that movie yeah. came out and they were excited yeah, about it. It makes you think like, who was, who had this? Yeah. It's so, it's exciting What's story. Why did they get rid of it? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> I know it's funny. I gave her other gifts. I'm like, these are cute and all but that was kind of those are like the little add-ins and i'm very yeah. like i like to decorate up bags and cards i put spooky stickers and ribbons and all that stuff on i'm like okay that's the cutesy part but like this here's the good. main attraction and i didn't 
didn't have wrapping paper for that. And I didn't want to put stickers or ribbon on. Like, I'm just going to pull this shit out from behind my back and just boom in her face. (laughs) It was the best gift ever. It is now in my um, collection of horror vinyls. It's, it's, it's so pretty, you guys. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so right excited. After it's so funny because her birthday's in March and I've been um, manifesting it since January, like thinking I want to do it. So I might have a couple months to get this. I'm and um, I got it. Um, and it's funny because that same day, like we picked up a bunch of vinyls, like Black Sabbath, all that stuff. And I was looking at it and I was like, I almost kind of want to keep it, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I think, I would think, I don't know if it was me who talked myself into keeping it or not keeping it. Or if Dan was like, just give it to her. Like, but I had that moment cause I collect horror vinyls too. But, yeah. um, I've been doing more like horror sounds, like haunted house sounds from the seventies. Cause they're just so cute. And the artwork's adorable. And the only horror soundtrack I have right now is clockwork orange. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a bunch of other ones I want, but I'm just trying to find them like, through thrift shops and right. flea markets. I'm a treasure hunter. We need so, to go treasure hunting. I love treasure hunting. So, like, there's so many that I want for movies that you can easily get now, but something about the hunt. It's fun. It's so fun. So, finding... I manifested it because I got that in the hunt, and I yeah. and I wanted to not get it in the hunt. Like, no, I wanted to get it in the hunt. I didn't want to have to just order it offline, and right. it may not be right. what it is or, or remastered. I wanted so the old one, and I, that's why I say I manifested it because for treasure hunting and giving myself three months to find a gem like that yeah. lots of kudos to me yeah. not to not to like toot my own horn but i'm tooting away <laughs> toot away girl <laughs> <laughs> no, it was perfect i'm today. glad you I loved it extremely thankful thank you so much maybe you know in future episodes we can do a poll on this if you guys want to hear more unboxings we did it for christmas maybe we can do these things yeah. for future episodes um so if you guys are interested in that we'll put the, put it up in a poll a couple yeah. times we'll see what the feedback is let us know yeah um and like always how you do that is you follow us on instagram at horror movies and chill um and you can always listen to us on what you are now itunes spotify rate and review we appreciate all the support um we're gonna get our patreon going for you guys soon so we could give back because we have so many things we want to send out to people because we i mean honestly like we love we love horror we love hanging out we love watching movies like that's why we really started it but like we really also do it for you guys we just want to be able to like you know connect with this horror community because it's we love it we love talking yeah we love talking to everyone so it's like we get to talk to you and you guys get to listen see our views and if you agree come back at us and let yeah instead of it kind of being like that awkward first date where like you go to initiate something and they don't agree and it's just awkward we kind of get to put it out there and then whatever you in the universe of the horror community wants to come back at us don't be afraid to reach out but then that means we already have the same interest because we already put it out there exactly our podcast is like you reading our dating bio and you have to come back at us basically like i like that movie too or feel free to ask us anything i gave you all the plugs so yeah. hit us up and at we are to suggest rate review subscribe <laughs> and we have all the snacks that we want to send out to you guys too so as we get this patron going mm-hmm. we snack and we chill and we talk horror so we want to do that with you so once like patron's going we can start sending you some snacks and you can hang out with us we want you to feel like you're sitting right here watching the movies with us and speaking with us so and shooting the shit shooting the school time oh ghoulies (laughs) all righty until next time right until next time like always stay Stay creepy creepy, bitch. bitch